The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I want to tell you about uh, this, and it's some great news for an Edmonton based company. Eris MD recently took top prize in a competition put on by NASA. What is it and what does it do? Well, to find out, we're joined by CEO Chandra Devam. Hi, Chandra. Hi there. Well, congratulations, first off. Thank you so much. Now, now, for those of us who don't know, and I suspect it's a lot of my listening audience, uh, what is Eris MD and the software that uh, that you've uh, developed? Okay, that's yeah, that's uh, <laughs> I'll <laughs> get into that. It's, it's a little complicated, so I'll start um, from the beginning. It's a three-part process. Um, the first part you would see on a laptop or a computer screen, just a flat screen, um, and we have AI attached onto it. So a radiologist would use it with DICOM. Uh, DICOM is an MRI. If anyone's had an MRI or a CT scan, an ultrasound, it's all in a standard called DICOM. Okay. Um, you view that normally in slicing. So instead of seeing like your brain, a full brain, you would see a slice by slice. That's right. Um, we can compile that back into 3D. So the brain looks like an actual brain and you can see the tumor sitting exactly where it would be sitting in the brain or an aneurysm, you know, where, or a stroke, you would see exactly where it's sitting um, organically as if it was just the brain. So you can do that 2D. um, And then we have some AI attached onto that that would say, um, find things that aren't um, noticed by the radiologist, flag things for them. um, And then eventually you do autonomous medicine where, um, even without the radiologist there, it could diagnose. Um, Then the next process or part of it we have is a virtual reality component. Um, I think most people are familiar with virtual reality, the goggles that you put on, like Oculus Rift. Um, So if we bring that in, we then have depth perception and we can um, physically do like a practice surgery on the same DICOM imaging. Wow. So it's almost like doing exploratory surgery without having to actually physically open the person up, but also doing practice and getting the whole surgical team on board with, here's what we're going to do. Then the next component is AR, where we would overlay those images over a person's body. So they'd see exactly, it's like x-ray vision for the doctor. So they'd see where the heart was located and above the heart would be the image of the heart. When they're cutting in, they know where to cut. And more importantly, where not to cut. Um, As our anatomy differs from person to person, just like you and I have eyes and nose, yeah. our eyes and nose aren't placed in the same place. No. Um, but uh, so that's how our organs are. Um, so when doctors are cutting in and surgeons are cutting in, they're cutting in blind and they kind of have a general idea of where things are at, but that's it. It's just a general idea. So because this gives them a real accuracy. Um, so we, we, we call it like the Google Maps for surgeons. It's surgical <laughs> navigation and surgical planning and diagnostics. So, so how, long this, has this yeah. been, how long has this been in the works for and, and, and how, did, how did you get to this point? <laughs> Like, like um, how, how were you sitting around with your with your with your partner one night saying, "Hey, we should come up with this." <laughs> yeah, that's an interesting story. It's actually a two part story. So we've been in the works. Um, so my partner, my business partner's uh, previous startup sold to Apple. Um, I believe it was 2013, but it might have been 14. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we've been in the works since then. We were at CES. Um, which is the Consumer Electronics Show. Yeah. It's the biggest tech show yeah. in the world. And I was really kind of uninspired by the tech there and was looking around and there was a whole lot of 3D printing, but there wasn't a lot of innovation, which I was really disappointed at because um, we were attending the show that year and I was hoping to see some really neat stuff. Um, my business partner is friends with the founder of uh, 
Google X, mm-hmm. uh, which had the Google Glasses come out, okay. Google Glass. And Oculus was starting to come out. Um, in the 90s, I was a huge fan of virtual reality. And I thought this was really going to be the thing and take off. And then when it didn't, due to um, hardware restrictions and the technology just wasn't quite there, uh, it was really disappointing. So when I heard the buzz about virtual reality coming back, I got really excited. I thought the first two areas that would get flooded would be um, media, like movies and yeah. video games. Um, and I wanted to do something that would actually help people. And not just entertain us, but what could we do that would be um, beneficial to everyone? Um, And I thought education and medicine would be interesting. So we started looking at that. Then I went in for a day surgery. um, And um, it was supposed to just be a simple surgery. Uh, They're like, you'll be able to go home right away. Um, But they hit an artery that was um, in a different spot on me because we're different on the inside. (laughs) Um, And uh, I, I started to bleed out and needed a blood transfusion. Um, everybody's first instinct when something goes wrong is to blame the doctor. But, but I asked, you know, what happened? And they said, well, you, we weren't expecting that to be there. And that happens. And when I started doing research, I realized this happens quite a lot. And actually, the third leading cause of death in uh, the U.S. is uh, medical error, which is an outstanding fact. Um, wow. so I thought, well, what could we do um, to allow them to know exactly where your your arteries are, where your organs are, and, you know, take that further and allow them to practice and perfect things before they even get in there. And then I kind of connected the two and went, well, this is what we're going to (laughs) do. And we've been building since then. Uh, My business partner was a child prodigy, um, and he started programming when he was four. Uh, We met in a gifted program when we were little, and so anything I can dream up, he can build, which is a phenomenal uh, situation to be in. Um, so he built the rendering, you know, for three years, probably we were in stealth mode before we debuted it. Um, and it's getting great attention. (laughs) What, what's your background, Chandra? I am a a, a visionary. I guess guess so. Call me. Um, I like to say that I, uh, so I write, I I wrote patents, um, with, with his input, uh, and it's helped, but I like to say the pa- writing patents is like writing sci-fi, and then we get to bring it, make it real. Um, so I've always built businesses and was in the tech world um, previous to that, and we had other startups previous. So I'd say my background is tech yeah. and dreaming. Yeah, and that's you know that's amazing, and um, mm-hmm. you know I go Thank back. Uh, yeah, it is, and I know you know you know moving just away from from this for a second, um, mm-hmm. Edmonton becoming a little bit of a hot spot when it comes to. AI, Um, and so that must be really awesome for you to be a big part of that. Yeah, and um, we're we're better known in the international space, so it's nice um, for me to be able to come home and be like, hey, here's what we're doing. (laughs) Um, uh, My business partner took machine learning at Stanford and got 100% in it uh, under Sebastian (laughs) Thrun, who's the uh, founder of Google X, so that's our connection there. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm sitting here going, uh, wondering what the heck I've been doing with my time for 45 years. <laughs> no, I think you're doing pretty good. <laughs> wow. Um, so this this competition that you just won, um, yes. tell us about that and, and, and the importance of it uh, to you and this technology. Yeah, um, so it's called NASA iTech. Um, I think it's Ignite the Night. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually applied as a long shot. Um, so you had to apply with a white paper. Um, our operations manager wrote it, Amy, who's phenomenal. What's a white um, paper? 
A white paper is a scientific paper okay, uh, that you. describes your product. Okay. Um, so it's, it's pretty academic. They'll know what it is. But yeah, that's a good question, actually. Um, so it's a scientific description of your, your product. So we had to submit that. Uh, There's quite a lot of applicants. And then we found out we were in the top 10. Um, wow. We were actually heading to South by Southwest. I was on the um, board um, and we had a book launch and we were, we were going there for that. So this pitch thing was kind of a one-off. Um, <laughs> but we were like, that's great. Lucky us. Uh, we didn't think we'd win. We were just like, what an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, we got there and we did our pitch. Um, and they were pretty excited. And then we were top three. And I was at that point being like, oh, that's amazing. We were top three. Like, this is going to be great. What a, what a great time we're having. And then they announced us as um, the winners. Um, and actually, if, you, if, uh, if, you've, if anyone's seen the broadcast, um, I'm not even on the stage because I wasn't expecting to win. <laughs> and when I hop up on the stage, I'm actually the only team member there without my, my logo T-shirt on. I'm in <laughs> jeans and sandals. Well done. Because <laughs> I was just, like, happy to be there and take part. And it's funny because I think as Canadians, often we, we kind of have that attitude of, like, well, we're lucky to be here and, like, we can't be as good as everyone else yeah. or someone else must have done it because we have a very humble um opinion of ourselves, yeah. which I think is charming and wonderful. But we also don't always realize how amazing we are. And I, I feel like, I hope that this inspires some people to think like, maybe I am the best and why don't I go out and, and, and try um, and, and reach for the stars. You know, and I think, gosh, yeah. we've come a, a long way. I can remember being in grade 10 and really computers kind of just becoming the thing then. We're talking like 1985, 86 for me. Wanting That's to take... about when my partner started, yeah. Yeah, yeah he was four. Yeah. I was 14. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can remember my, my teacher saying they they, they dis, dis, dissuaded me from taking just a basic computer course because they didn't think I had oh, the math yeah. skills. And I didn't. Yeah. And, and you know, and I think we've come a long way and I think things are changing on that front um, for uh, for for women in particular, but all the way yes. across, like it's just it's growing and um, and I think that's a really really great thing. Oh, I so agree with you. So actually, um, so I'm a big proponent of give back to your community. Yep. Um, so we actually teach and wrote the curriculum, um, a computer and robotics program at Laurier Heights in Edmonton oh, nice. as our give back, um, and we teach every grade in the in the school that. And we have the grade fours doing Java and actually, you know, programming and HTML and they're building websites. And we have Arduinos that they're working on um, because I think it's really important for the next generation to be fluent in in that language um, and in the computer language. And it creates so many opportunities. Absolutely. And especially for, you know, girls, but not just girls, like everyone. Everybody. is. Uh, I think it's where we're going. Um, I mean, obviously, I've invested in, in tech and yeah. I think. You know, in 10 years, we're going to be in a completely different world Absolutely. with autonomous vehicles. Now, you know, ours autonomous medicine. And um, I think it'll be an interesting time. Um, but I think it's so important for children to have that step forward. So well, I was um, I was I was impressed with my just last week. I had to do a presentation and I put together my first PowerPoint all by myself. Well done. <laughs> no, I, I know. How pathetic power- is that? <laughs> no, PowerPoint is not easy. It's easier to write a patent. <laughs> Honestly, oh. I'm not the tech person. But. Oh, but things are moving so fast. How do you how do you try and stay on top of it right now, Chandra? Um, well, I'm always trying to stay ahead of things. Uh, so we have some robotics patents in the pipeline. Uh, we have another one we're about to file. Um, I just try and think about where do I think things are going to be in 10 years and how do I help get us there? Um, and where would it, where, what would be the best 
best opportunity for us to be yeah. in 10 years and how do we get get there and what would be interesting to do um so it's kind of our company philosophy is to think outside yeah. the box and as big and as big of a dream as you can think and then let's figure out how to do it because nothing's impossible it's just how it just hasn't been done yet so this software that you just won this mm-hmm. the major competition for and you're going you've been invited now to what the global entrepreneurship summit in the netherlands in june yeah what happens next with this software when do you think or could it be in use soon um yeah it could be in use very soon we're doing some pilots um in the u.s um we're in talks with the NHS. <laughs> we're, oh, I can't say exactly which clinics we're in talks with in the okay. U.S. because we have NDAs, sorry. Yep. Um, but we're, we're in talks. Um, definitely NASA, the NASA ITAC gave us a lot of attention. So we're in talks with, with big global partners, um, which is very exciting because um, our, our goal was always to save time and lives with this and, and bring things forward. Chandra, uh, amazing, and um, Thank uh, thanks for thanks for thinking continuously outside of the box. And uh, oh, you know, you. It's, it's nice. It's 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 great to know there's folks like you out there uh, doing this and thinking ahead of it and trying to stay ahead of it. And best of luck. And I Thank hope so uh, I hope we get to chat again sometime soon. Absolutely, it was a pleasure. If people want to find out uh, more information about about this, about your company, besides all the news articles that are out there right now, is there a website? <laughs> is there something that there is? Yeah. It's Aris, which is A R I S M D dot com. MD.com. All right, Shonda. Yep. Thank you so much. Best of luck. Thank you. You don't need you it, too. but best of luck. Thank you. Oh, everyone needs luck. Thank you. <laughs> okay. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.